Donna wanted to strangle the woman. How dare she come up in church looking like a Jezebel and then sit on the front row on the same pew as her? Tracy evidently didn't know who she was dealing with. Donna had earned a black belt in karate during college, and although she hardly practiced martial arts anymore, there was no question of whether or not she could take someone down at a moment's notice. Nevertheless, Donna decided to handle the matter with grace and ignore the attention-starved woman. When the service ended and Walter headed for his office, Donna jumped up, grabbed Misha, and moved in the opposite direction. She didn't care if Tracy got to Walter first, because eventually he had to come home, and when he did, his behind belonged to her. Donna was just finishing dinner when Walter made it home. She could tell from his slow stroll from the front door to the kitchen that he was buying time. Donna had sent Misha to her parents' house so that the heated discussion that was likely to occur between her and her husband would not sting the ears of their untarnished child. She had also preset the dining room table, and the minute Walter stepped foot in the kitchen, she said, Wash your hands. Dinner's ready. Like an obedient child, he went to clean his hands in the half-bathroom nearby. By the time he sat down, Donna was placing serving dishes filled with sweet rolls and fried corn on the table across from him. She sat down next to him and gestured for him to pray over the food. Following a short and to-the-point prayer, she loaded his plate with the various foods she had prepared and allowed him to eat for a few minutes before questioning him. Are we going to talk about what happened today? Or are we going to pretend as if your whore didn't show up at church today and sit only inches away from Misha and I? She was not that close. Seriously? He raised his hands in surrender. Okay, I get it. That's not the point. I'm sorry about today. I had no idea she would carry on this way. Didn't you tell her that it was over? He looked away. Yes, well, not until today, after church. Donna placed her right palm on her forehead. Wait, let me get this straight. You just told her, today. She's been calling me, but I haven't talked to her. I intended to find the right time to explain everything to her, but I messed up. He removed her hand from her head and held it in his own. I just wanted to focus on our marriage, and I didn't want you to get upset over me speaking to her. Donna sighed heavily. No one was taking control, and because of it, the matter was becoming chaotic. She would have to take responsibility and permit her husband to tie up the loose ends. What did she say when you told her it was over? She cried and cursed me and said she hated me. Hmm, I wonder why, Donna asked sarcastically before pulling her hand away from his. Walt, I get why you haven't spoken with her. I know you were trying to protect my feelings, as well as you were probably avoiding the situation. Regardless, you are a prominent man in this community. And if you don't handle problematic matters, they will blow up in your face. If she contacts you again, I give you permission to give the relationship closure 
by discussing whatever needs to be discussed with her. I am trusting you to be faithful to me and to end this affair properly. I don't want to hear about you being her friend and having ongoing conversations with her. You deal with it, and then you cut off all communication with her. You understand? He offered her a slight smile. Yes, I do. Thank you, Donna. I hate putting either of us in this position, but you're right. It has to be done. Donna rolled her eyes. Walter, don't be a fool. I'm not doing this for your sake. I'm doing it so this woman can move on and we can circumvent future issues. The last thing we need is some woman coming around the church and its members being messy. Public drama like this is one surefire way to cause a good congregation to fall apart.